Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, Episode 77, Mario. In HD? March 8th, 2012. Thank you for joining us for another episode of our podcast. How's everyone doing tonight? Um, horrible. More like the after- it's more like the afternoon, but yeah, whatever. Whatever. No, I'm, I'm doing fine. Actually, Frank's <laughs> for Frank it's night, so yeah, yeah. I guess for Frank it'd be the evening time. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Patrick? And I mean, uh, I well, you know, I kind of decided it was evening for everyone too. So yeah. There Damn. You. Good evening, no. guys. <laughs> uh, uh, not too bad. Just sitting here doing was uh, pretty much just doing stuff for the podcast today and chillaxing. Cool, cool. As you can tell, I have with me this week Frank. Yeah. And Patrick. What it do? I am your host, Jeremy. And I actually said Frank's name first because I thought he was going to say what it do, but he didn't. You know what? Right after I right after I said yeah, I was like, man. <laughs> I messed up. That was my chance. Uh, yeah. Um, so two pieces of podcast news real quick. Uh-oh. Um. The first one is that uh, I will actually be on the Nerdgasm Video Game Podcast tonight, so their next episode. Hey, me too. Uh, uh, did you talk to Ryan yet, or did you just... Yeah, I told him straight out. I was like, I don't care if you want me on your podcast or not, I'm going to be on it tonight, bitch. You should tell him you're taking over main host. That's right. And then you threw your, com- your computer on the ground. Just to prove I did. Yeah, but that sucks because now you can't be on it. Yeah, but I mean, he had to prove that he was willing to do it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Well, see, I was smart, and I, I just threw um, my brother's laptop on the ground. So, oh, okay. there you go. Well, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, the episode will be episode 29, um, for those of you who want to listen. And you can find them at nerdgasmnetwork.com, as I always tell you. Uh, and the other piece of news, I'm actually bringing up uh, the website right now so I, do, so I get the web address right. We have a new podcast in our little coalition. Um, Ryan had been in talks... Um, Spit it out. I'm sorry. With this other podcast called Super Budget Brothers. And yes, you can find them at super, superbudgetbrothers.com. Um, let me see. How many episodes do they have? I think this is it. Yeah, Super Brother Podcast. And I cannot tell how many episodes they have. Um, well, they have... <laughs> that should have been prepared prior, dude. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to talk about their episodes, but um, the, their blog is kind of weird. It's a bunch of blog posts. I don't even know if they have it, their episodes on, on the blog itself. So um, I'll have a link to them in the show notes, and eventually, sooner than later, they I will have a link to them on our webpage um, as soon as I get a few information. And I'm sorry that if, if you guys listen to us, I am sorry I have not introduced myself yet. Uh, you should expect an email. Actually, probably more than likely before you even listen to this podcast. But, um, yeah, so that's Super Budget Brothers at superbudgetbrothers.com. That's the new um, podcast in our little coalition. And thank you, Ryan, for um, gathering Ryan. them. Ryan said that they're – I have not had a chance to listen to it yet. Ryan said that they're uh, really funny and stuff or really good podcasts. So, yeah, happy to have you guys. 
Other than that, um... <laughs> we're flowing really well at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> well, I expected someone to say something. There. No, you were doing your little thing, so I was letting you do it. Yeah. You're doing the podcast news. Yes, yes, yes. All right, well, that's it. That's it for podcast news. I apologize for my uh, for our week start. It is my fault, and we will get into right into what we've been playing. You haven't had your coffee today, huh? No, I, I, I'm still tired, but I had coffee. I just, <laughs> I don't know. It's been one of those days. Uh, all Another right, hard so, day sitting at home. I, I was, I was hardly at home. I had a business meeting this morning that could be very. Oh. He was, he was sitting in other locations. <laughs> 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 I mean, in that case, so was half the world, probably. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the games I've been playing this week. Um, it's no secret that uh, I love Mass Effect. And if you've been listening to this since last year, you, sh- you would know that I never finished my Mass, P- Mass Effect 2 playthrough. My second playthrough, sorry. Um, that I wanted to get a perfect ending on. Uh, well, I did finish that. I actually finished it on Tuesday morning, which is the same day that Mass Effect 3 came out. Uh, I was happy that I got my per- the perfect ending. Nobody, uh, I guess I guess I can give away spoilers now because it's been two years. Um, basically, in the Mass Effect Two, you go in and you have a chance to lose uh, any number of uh, squad members, any number of crew members, um, mm-hmm. and possibly even uh, Shepard dies. Uh, so I got uh, the first time. I think I had two people die. Um, one, and so I didn't get the achievement, and of course I didn't get the perfect game. Uh, this time around, nobody died, and I saved the whole crew, and everything went perfect. Um, I had it on casual, too, which helps, which is the easiest setting, so I, could, I just wanted to blow through it and get the save. Um, you wanted so, to blow it. <laughs> so when I started up Mass Effect 3, I, I was already on level 30. You know, though, um, I'm almost kind of curious uh, to try it, try the uh, first two out and just have like everyone that could die, like like you know everyone uh, that could possibly die just die. Well, because um, then it would make like Mass Effect three like you know every single character like, man, if only you know this guy was here. Oh, if only this guy was here. And that's actually pretty. Oh, because, <laughs> they um, just destroyed so and so's planet. If only he was here to save him. It'd just be like kind of a downer thing. Everything is like talking about everyone who died or whatever. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting because um, I'm I've only uh, less than maybe six hours at the very most into Mass Effect Three, and already I've met up with characters that um, <clears throat> easily could have died in Mass Effect Two. So it's like I wonder, I wonder what what they would have done, especially some of the main characters. Like uh, there's one quest where the DLC character from uh, Mass Effect Two. Kasumi, she's actually the main part of this one, um, this one mission. So I wonder—it's an optional mission, of course. So I wonder if she dies in the in Mass Effect Two. I wonder if you just can't do that mission, you know. But um, I also did find out if you if Commander Shepard dies in Mass Effect Two, you cannot transfer your save, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, because that's like a well, in, that's like a game over type thing. Yeah, exactly. You still get the game complete, but it's like, well, he saved the un- he saved the. Or he killed the collectors, but the universe kind of is destroyed now because you know the reapers are still coming. Um, so like I, yeah, so that was my Mass Effect two and Mass Effect three. Like I said, I'm about six hours in, five hours in. Um, also, I want to talk about the multiplayer a little. I went ahead and I usually don't do this with with multiplayer. I usually save it for later. But um, I think it was yesterday. I had like a half hour to play, and I was like, you know, I'll just boot up the multiplayer, see what it's like. You hella booted it up. I hella booted it up. 
And I had a lot of fun. Um, my first game went rather well, I guess, because... So, it, um, did you have, like, two Xboxes set up by each other? And No. <laughs> it's, that's the cool thing. It's not that kind of multiplayer. That, I thought it was. I thought it was, like, you know, grab your friends and uh, do it. No. Well, I was... I was joking that you know no one no one was uh, gonna play online. But. Oh, actually, it's surprising <laughs> people are playing online. I you can get into a game within a, literally two three seconds. But um, it's it's set up like this. You get, you have waves of end. I only know the bra, uh, bronze uh, level. I know there's a silver and gold. I don't know if they're different or not. But basically, the bronze level, you create your character, and then um, you know you get in game, and it's. There's 11 waves of enemies, um, and there's different things like you have to kill the uh, important targets, you have to disarm bombs, or you have to uh, uh, like disable communication jammers kind of things. And um, then, okay, so then uh, wave 10 is always like a really, really hard one. It's, it's always a, a special one. Um, and the first time I played, we actually got through wave 10. And we're on wave 11, and wave 11 is crazy. It's, it's basically uh, s- survive for like, uh, it was either four or five minutes. And the enemies just keep coming and coming and coming. And it's pretty crazy because uh, we didn't make it. We, we died on um, wave 11. Um, and then, so I was like, okay, that's cool. And I gained five levels just for that once. That's what I was about to ask if, that, if you get gains for your single player game. No, you don't get games for your single player game. You get well, you you kind of do. You get uh the there's something called the uh, galaxy readiness level. Yeah. Oh, that okay. Okay. So they yeah. just made it like where it'll help that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it makes you if you do like uh no side quests in the main game, but you do multiplayer a lot, you can actually still get the best ending. Yeah. Um. But no, there it, it your your multiplayer character levels up. So I got five levels. I went from level uh one to. Six, I think it was, within the one match. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of weird. Well, come to find out that um, the next time I try to play, uh, we died in, like, wave three. So, and then the next time we died in wave six. So, me getting to wave 11 on my first try was actually really, uh, uh, you know, uncommon. I've played um, four more times since then, and I've only gotten to wave 10 one time after that. Um, You should try harder. Yeah, I know. But now I'm level nine, and I have uh, uh, I I made my I, I, my character is the guy he can go he can go invisible, and um, so I, I did I improved that, and I I got uh, grenades now, and I got uh, this like thing he shoots out of his hand that freezes enemies. Um, so basically, yeah, and then and then I got new, I just I just got a new weapon right before I stopped. Last time I haven't even equipped it yet, but uh, yeah, I mean it's pretty cool. But what I find weird is there's only 20 levels or 19 levels right now. I'm not sure if you can prestige in this game, or if it's just hey, you get to level uh, 20 and then that's it for now, and, and then maybe DLC expands. Yeah, that. that's what I was about to say. But like I'm maybe some level, DLC. I'm already level nine on uh, about five playthrough pl- five playthroughs of bronze level, and. You know the max level is twenty, so I'm guessing that there's some there, there's prestige, um, but I don't know for sure. But all in all, so far I'm just enjoying this game so much. Um, it's it's like just amazing. And what's it was really fun going straight from Mass Effect two to Mass Effect three in the same day. Basically, um, I highly recommend anybody who hasn't played the series uh, at the very least start at Mass Effect two. 
um, either buy it on PlayStation 3 or if you buy it on 360, you have to download. It costs 320 points. The uh, bridges the gap of Mass Effect 1. So uh, you never even have to play the first game if you don't want it because that game was kind of technically off. Um, but I totally recommend going back for anybody who's interested who hasn't done it. Play Mass Effect 2 first. Um, and if you want to try Mass Effect 1, go ahead. You can get it really cheap. Um, I own Mass Effect 1 for both 360 and PC. I, I, from what I understand, just like a heads up to you, is the PC version is better. Uh, yeah, the PC version is better because, of course, you know it's a, it is a shooter. It's a third-person shooter, so uh, well, you have better aim. And the UI, especially Mass Effect 1. Yeah, the inventory and stuff like yeah. that. Mass Effect 2, the inventory doesn't matter, and I, I couldn't see how Mass Effect 3, the inventory, would matter either. Because um, there's no inventory limits in the in the two and three. There's really no inventory like that you sort through or yeah. sell or anything like that. Uh, other than that, I just uh, I finished the Wizards of Earthsea book or Wizard of Earthsea book I talked about last podcast, and I started the book two in the Earthsea trilogy or cycle called um, Tombs of Etuan. It's only about 146 pages long. Um, it's like a mini story. Well, kind of. They're they're all kind of small. The first one was only like 215 pages long. This one's a uh, hundred and like little under 150, and then the third one is another small book. Um, the fourth one is a little bigger, but still, it's only probably 300 pages. Um, this one's called the, or like I said, the Tombs of Etuan, and so far, it's interesting. It has nothing to do with the first book so far, but I hear the main character from the first book does come in and pretty like semi soon, about halfway through the book, um, and I'm guessing he he saves the girl but i don't know i don't really know i'm looking forward to getting to the third book because i hear the third book actually has everything to do it's more of a continuation from the first book than the second book is which is kind of weird but so yeah that's that's a, that's all i've been do, playing and reading how about you frank um still been uh spending a lot of time on anno 2070 it's just it, you know it's, it's a pretty simplistic game you know uh well, i mean it can get complicated but i mean overall like the whole idea is like kind of the same from the beginning to the end and it i don't know it just gets me stuck on it um i've been toying with the war type of uh mechanisms in the game but i find they're kind of kind of bland um i was playing with uh the tycoon faction and uh basically i just figured you know uh, you could build ships, so uh, you know warships. So I was like, why not? You know, just go nuts on that and attack everyone. Yeah. So I just built a whole bunch of ships, started attacking everyone, but then I found out I can't really destroy everyone's like island because the ships only shoot so far. Uh, so then I was like, well, you know, I have to make a. I guess I have to go into this other branch where you have like, you have to train these scientists to develop like planes or something like that. And I started on that, and I was getting really far, and I almost did it, and it was like 20 hours into, or like 10 hours into one map, and I was finally about to figure out this whole air thing, and then uh, my computer died, and I was like, cool, so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm that you're not having very, uh, very much good luck with that uh, game, are you? You know, like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, I think it. I think it was time for my computer to finally have like a reinstall of Windows because the campaigns didn't work, but I've had that issue with my computer. The save game sometimes would cause issues, but I, I had that issue with my computer before. And then this time it just turned off and it 
it literally would not turn on. <laughs> but I was just saying because also because I was thinking when the last time you were telling us you were playing it something about your your. You had to wait a long time to build some ships or something, and, and you were finally were able oh. to, and then something else happened to where everything got resetted. Yeah, I was um, building uh, for the tycoons. Like each uh, faction has this major building. You build this their headquarters, and it'll like give that whole like it'll give like a large area all the supplies they need. That you know normally you would have to build each building separately, but it's just one mega building that covers everything for everything uh, for like a whole island, and. The thing is, is that that game's so long, they um, they make it take so long to build the headquarters because the idea is, um, you know, if it takes you f- maybe like four or five hours game time to build the building, it's you have to kind of defend yourself and keep everything running the, those four or five hours. So it's not like, you know, you just you know let it build it and then sit there. It's like it's actually kind of a challenge to keep all the resources to the building and everything for those four or five hours, you know, while other people are attacking you, while, you know, you're running out of resources and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it, I almost had the whole entire thing built, and then um, my uh, computer froze, turned off, lost the save. I, I loaded the, the, the nearest save I had, well, like the last save that I had, and it was just the building was just started, and I was like, oh, I gotta wait another five hours to get there again. I was like, man. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm really digging this game. Um, it's just the computer issues, but once I get that all fixed, it should be back like new, like when I just set up the computer for the first time, like a good half a year or so ago, or a year ago. Um, but other than that, I've been playing MLB 2K9 as normal. Um, I'm really... Uh, Debating uh, to pick up 2K12, which I believe is either out now or out in a day or two. Uh, uh, I think it came out last week. Yeah, it it, it should be out already then. Um, so I'm really debating on picking that up. Um, and other than that, I, I played uh, DC Universe Online. Um, oh, interesting. It, like we were, you know, saying earlier, how it went to like a free to play model. Yeah. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of MMORPGs that actually went to the free free to play model mm-hmm. recently. Um, uh, I don't know if you've been on Steam lately, Jeremy. Um, you know, like you know, we had we announced Fallen Earth last last week, and then um, there's what is it? Uh, of course, DC Universe Online earlier, and then Star Trek Online. Um, you know, as far as like the kind of the major titles and stuff, and then there's a lot of like other ones too. Uh, so I just figured to try one of those out. And, did you try uh, ever ever get on Fallen Earth? Not yet. I have it uh, downloading right now, but then, you know, my computer kind of died. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I got it downloaded. I just haven't uh, booted it up yet. The only, the only thing I've been hesitant about why I didn't start Fallen Earth is because I recall the tutorial, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, you know, it's I can't just jump on it if if I start the game. I'm gonna. Uh, basically look at like a half an hour hour tutorial and you know yeah but um but yeah back to to dc universe online i um so i like played that game about an hour hour and a half and then after all of that time i've successfully created a character (laughs) and (laughs) and then and then i just kind of gave up i was like you know this is 
it's been a very long time, and then I just kind of turned it off. <laughs> All right, then. Did you get I that email I sent you <clears throat> about uh, the free trial yeah. for Star Wars? Yeah, I was going to try that out to you, but, you know. Oh, that's right. I, I saw that they started that now. It's all waiting on my computer, though. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah, the, the one thing I, I found with the – I don't know if you guys could uh, relate when you guys play DC Universe Online is some of the the things, like some of the options you have as far as you have to pick their mentor, you have to pick their powers and stuff, uh-huh. and then you have to pick their weapon. Um, some of them don't overlap well where it wouldn't make sense to pick, you know um, – I mean, I guess like like if you have like a like I was gonna make a guy that shoots guns, right? Uh huh. Like, why would he have to? Why would he have to have like ice or nature or? And and I know game wise, I could see where it could come in. Like they, you know, they'll yeah, they'll time out how the damage or healing or defense happens based on I guess the power. But you know, from like a you know creator, I mean, it's like a character creation like standpoint. It's like. It's like, hey, my guy uses like, uh, you know, guns, um, but he also has nature power, and you know, he likes uh, genetic mutations. Like, <laughs> why couldn't he I, just shoot guns? <laughs> yeah, I kind of know what you mean. <laughs> like, why does he have to have like, you know, like a, a weird power and stuff? Like, you know, I mean, I, I I agree with that, but then like, there's still probably all those hardcore guys that play the, those kind of the MMOs, and they're gonna be like, well, why can't I have a uh... You know this firepower also, or you know whatever, some bullshit. The one thing I was thinking, I was, I was guessing is, you know, what comes into play is gameplay. Um, I'm guessing all that stuff, you know, specs how your character, you know, you know what he does and whatnot. But you know, like it was, like if you pick like Hulk, you know, is it if you try to make Hulk, you know, is it necessary to give him that you absolutely have to give him like fire eyes or? Magic or or nature, well, like yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't think Hulk would be there since Hulk's Marvel. But, no, but know. he's no, like, but I'm just saying. <laughs> if you wanna, yeah. yeah, I remember. Like, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say when we first played the game, um, I remember it wasn't an issue, but I'm I know after we went free to play and I, I created a new character, uh, for some reason, like uh, it was almost as if yeah, your character they they kind of forced you to have a power set and a weapon set at, at the. And like you just said, some of them just didn't go together. Yeah, and and that's the thing is, is I I had a lot of characters where it would start to make sense, but then one of those three options wouldn't seem necessary. Like for you know, like I said, as far as like creating a character, like you know, I I understand gameplay wise, there's probably like some reason for all that, but you know, as far as making a character, it's like you know, is it? <laughs> it's like yeah, you have guns and you have super strength and you can light your body on fire. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't he just use the fire? Why, why does he even? Why does he even have a gun? <laughs> Seriously, like he could shoot fire, but he he would rather use a pistol. But he yeah. can't do fire. He just <laughs> likes shooting a gun instead. Uh, yeah, yeah. I never thought about. It. I mean, I kind of did when when I created my character. I was like, well, you know, I don't really care about the weapon, or I didn't care about the power, but they kind of force you to. And they in game they force you to use it too. I mean, it's, I don't know. But it's yeah. still a fun game. It's free, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm still going to give it a go. It's just, uh, I was just, um, you know, with me, like, uh, like especially when I was, like, playing WoW and stuff, like, I'd spend a lot of time on uh, character uh, creation, you know. Um, and, you know, just with DC Universe, it's just, like, I it, I don't think, I didn't think it was going to take me that long, but it was just because of that conflict where I had to put some kind of weird power on, 
you know, a person that, you know, didn't really fit, you know, just yep. kind of tied yep, yep. up. Yeah. Uh, with, yeah. With, uh, I wish, uh, what's it called? Uh, I knew what server you were on. You, I mean, um, I could have told you what server I was on so we could have been on the same server. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll play too much, but I, I just want to give it a try. So, yeah. Please. Do they even have servers anymore, Pat? I don't I, I thought, to tell you the truth, I don't know. Last time I logged in, it went straight to my character, so. I, yeah, I know City Heroes, when they went free to play, it's only one server for uh, everybody it, free. It might be. I don't know, though. I could my, be wrong. My thing is, is you know, we had a bunch of people that we were supposed to play that, and then everybody flaked out on it, and I'm stuck at this one part, and I can't beat it by myself. And I tried shouting out to get people <laughs> to help me, and no one wanted to come help me, so fuck you, you off. Can't, you couldn't beat it by yourself? The one, this one, it's a boss. <laughs> okay. Never, never mind. Oh, I can beat it by myself. Trust me. We know. All right. So, uh, is that it? Is all you've been playing, Frank? That's all I've been playing. All right. Now, Patrick with his long ass list. Hey, take a week off. That's what you get. Uh, playing, uh, Gears of War 3. The funny thing is about that is, man, I went on like, which I'll get into a little bit later, uh, a little retro trip. Oh, yeah. And it was a trip playing Gears of War 3 because the frame rate is so much faster, you know? Yeah, and everything, you know, it's more, it's just, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's like you're playing them old school games, side-scrolling or whatever. In my case, maybe everything's a little bit slower. And then now I'm playing Gears, it's like my eyes couldn't keep up with the screen. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm tripping and, out here, man. Okay, well, it was hard for me to get going for a while because it was just, it just felt, and, and my eyes started straining because it was so used to the, the slower frame rate and everything that when I threw myself back into Gears, it was just like, holy shit. And, um... But then, you know, it only took a minute, and then I started ruling ass again. Uh, played some Call of Duty Black Ops online. Um, Boo. I'm okay. Uh, played uh, and finished God of War, um, Ghost of Sparta. Sparta. Cool. And uh, like I said, that was one of the ones that was on PSP. Yeah. So yeah. You got the bundle on PS3, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I finally beat that one. Then I went to a little uh, retro trip. Uh, I played some Metroid for the uh, Nintendo. I played it on my Wii, of course. But uh, you know, I besides messing around, probably maybe for like you know a few minutes. I've never actually played that game. The first game was, I don't know. It's kind of it's hard, and it's and it just. Like the gun, don't your I mean your 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 cannon don't shoot that far. There's like a limit on how far you can shoot the the cannon. Uh huh. And you know it's it's you it's you get lost very easily. You get um uh what's it called um they don't always uh, give you help. Nah. You don't get claustrophobic. <laughs> you know I mean, it's like, oh, like, like the one of the first parts is you get to this one one room, and then it's like you have to climb forever to get to the next room. And it's like sometimes you get hit, and then oh wait, now you dropped almost all the way back down to the bottom. Now you got to try to climb all the way back. And oh, uh, that sucks. When if you kill an enemy and you leave that frame, they, they automatically regenerate back. Oh, the good old days of yeah, exactly. So that was a pain. But uh, prior to playing that game, um, what made me want to go back and play the first one, uh, I did a couple of news stories on it and stuff like that recently. So uh, I was just like, man, I really just want to play Super Metroid. Put it in. 
and um, from start to finish, beat the whole game. Really? The oh, game's yeah. pretty long, though, isn't it? Uh, I beat it in, like, five and a half hours. Really? That's it? Because I remember when I was a kid. Well, I mean, you got to remember, I, rem- I, I pretty much know where to go. I, I don't get lost. I go and get uh, as much of the power stuff I can and then just beat it. So, so you didn't, yeah, I mean, I remember when we were young, though, me and my brother took forever to beat that game. I, I don't know if we I, ever did. When I when I first played it, it took me a while to beat it. But like I said, now, you know, I've beaten that game probably, you know, I don't know, this is the hundredth time plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, you know, I pretty much know where to go, what weapons to do, to kill, what enemies the fastest. You know, I mean, like, the, the, the third boss you have to fight in, uh, in uh, or major boss there's a way you can kill them, like, not even in 10 seconds. Like, you just have to let them grab you. You shoot the, um, you, you, there's a wall cannon. You shoot the wall cannon out, and, and like, the you'll see, like, uh, electric sparks. Mm-hmm. You use your grappling hook and shoot it, and it damages you, but at the same time, it kills him, like, instantly. That battle oh, wow. is not even 15 seconds. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, like I said, there's little tricks like that that I know that allows me to just run through it really fast. Yeah, but yep. I still have fun doing it, so you know that's all that really matters. It's, it's like the people who can play uh, the original Zelda and beat it in twenty nine minutes. Damn, which is that's the world record. It's twenty nine minutes and something seconds. Are you shitting me? No, I'm serious. Damn. Yep. Um, yeah, and that includes really- like the th- uh, fifteen seconds or twenty seconds it starts to actually start up the game. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I'll have to go on YouTube and see if they have it. And <laughs> I'm sure they will. They have a bunch of speed runs on there. Um, so then, uh, so since I was on my Wii, I looked. I had like 1,800 points, Wii points, just been sitting there for God knows how long. Because, I mean, I, I, you know, I haven't really been playing my Wii. I know I can tell you for officially I haven't played my that Wii. you for haven't. Because when I got my new TV, I never rehooked it up to my TV. And I've had this TV for over a year. Man. So, yeah, exactly. So um, I ended up uh, downloading some games. Uh, downloaded and started playing Super Mario World. Nice. And I also downloaded uh, Legend of Zelda Link of the Past. Started now, that is one of my favorite games. Even though I didn't like many Zelda games back in the day. Uh, well, I wasn't a Zelda fan, I mean. That game, when I did play it when I was a little older, oh, I loved that game. Yep. So uh, I started playing both those, which I'm gonna play some more. But like I said, I I still got to do some ranking on gear, so I'm back to that. Um, and now, I, and speaking of that, since you just said that, I kind of know how you feel now because ever since I got to like level level up in Mass Effect Three, I'm like I want to play more multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. I jumped on that for a little bit today since um, someone. Uh, on the podcast, all of a sudden, never has time anymore. Frank, yeah, no. No, Frank. That's why I sent Frank the invite. We're gonna power up Frank, and then he can play with me uh, in the and game. Then, <laughs> and then, um, and as soon as we get to, to the same level, I'm gonna just quit and stop showing up <laughs> after after you help me level up to your level. Yeah, get <laughs> a bitch. Uh, do uh, count. <laughs> delete the account. <laughs> it's like that's not even necessary. <laughs> oh, I had to. I, I, I had to make sure I never played again. You're gonna film it and post it on Facebook <laughs> and tag me in it. 
<laughs> it's a ha-ha. Like, thanks for helping me level up, dumbass. Like, <laughs> uh, stupid. Then uh, I, I was playing. I've been playing. Uh, Mar- I, I saw that on Facebook. Marvel has a new um, Facebook game. Oh yeah, you sent me an invite. I forgot to do anything with that. Uh, yeah, I sent it to the people who I thought would actually care about actually playing it. You know, because normally I don't send. Because I hate getting those. Yeah. So I send them out. But then I was like, well. You kind of play Facebook games, and you like Marvel and comic book stuff, so I was like, well, I'll send it to you. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's called Marvel Avengers Alliance. Um, I'm, it's pretty interesting. It's like one, it's kind of like the fighting style is like, you know, one person goes at a time, but uh-huh. it's, it's random. Like, so you might get all three of your characters to fight at once, and, or you might be like, okay, I attack because you're, you're you're playing a shield agent, and you you can customize them and everything. And um, so then, like, so you're the shield agent. Like, okay, you attack, but then it might be two attacks for the other guys if there's two guys, and then and then one attack, and then you get two attacks. But or sometimes you do three in a row. It's 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 kind of mixed. You know, it's random every time. So yeah, cool. So so far, I've I've got uh, Iron Man, Hawkeye, and. Black Widow on my team. It's pretty cool. Cool. Awesome. And last but not least, I well, I announced this last week, but we didn't do a podcast. I did. I announced it when I was on the other podcast. Finished the Gears of War Jacinto's Remnant book. Finally. Finally. What's your next um, book you're gonna read? Well, there's the final book in the series. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll be, I'll be starting that. It's um, Anvil. It's Gears of War Anvil's Gate. Cool. Cool. So yeah, that, that's what that's that's. So that's now all. everybody will be hearing about that for another year. Probably more. <laughs> I mean, let's keep it real. Yeah, but I got a list of books here still. So yeah, cool. I, I, fig- I figure when they, you know, when I get poor too poor to pay my Xbox Live, I'll have plenty of time to read. <laughs> yeah, but it's just got renewed this month, so I'm good for another year. Yeah, <laughs> nice. All right, so Patrick, what his, what is coming out? Uh well what's coming out for the weeks of uh three eleven to three seventeen. Uh let's see if I say this right. Nor is it Norito Shaputin? Close enough. Uh, yes. Naruto, <laughs> yeah, that, that that was better than I think you've ever done. Uh Naruto Shaputin, yeah. Ultimate Ninja Storm uh generations for the PS three and the three sixty. I like how you uh said Naruto Shaputin right, but then you uh stuttered over generations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I started clearing my throat. When yeah, I tried. I I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ultimate Ninja Storm Generations. Yeah, what a name! Fucking Ninja Storm. <laughs> if they didn't have the Ultimate there, I would have thought it would have been a shitty game. But I think it's actually <laughs> now you know the, it's Ultimate. Now I know it's the best game ever. <laughs> uh, Tales of Grace F for the PS. Yeah. Man, if if I did not just buy Mass Effect Three, I would be buying this game. I almost skipped it, and then I, I looked at it, and I was I looked at the screenplay for it, or whatever. Yeah. The picture they had, and I started, started reading it, and it's like, oh, the saga or series. I was like, okay, well, I got to put it in there for two reasons. One, it's a series, and two, I just have a feeling this is something Jeremy would play. Yeah, well, it's it's a lot like uh, Star Ocean. It's a oh, similar game to Star Ocean. Um, yeah, the Tales series is, is really many, many games. I don't know, at least ten probably. Um, and they have two of them coming out this year. One for the PS3, and I'm not sure what system that one's for. Maybe the 360. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Silent Hill Downpour, PS3 and 360. Nice. Uh, I didn't even know they were making another one of these, but yet I'm not surprised. 
Mario Party 9. Yeah, I, I saw it on uh, G4 just like last week. I miss G4. I know. Stupid DirecTV. I know. It's better, still better than Comcast. Anyways, no way. Viva Street uh, with the PS3 and the 360, probably also with a hack download. <laughs> oh, I know, huh? Uh, hey, but you guys don't uh, – sorry to interrupt, but you don't know about that Cincinnati Bell. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're Bell. right. We don't. That's that's my cable. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, what? We're so, we, were, we were already so past that, though, bro. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a sexual position. You want that Cincinnati <laughs> Bell? It sounds like it. <laughs> um, okay. Is it Yakuza? Yakuza? No, Yakuza. Okay, Yakuza. There Dead Souls for the PS3. Yep, yep. This is a. I'm pretty sure the third game in the Yakuza series. It might be the fourth. I don't know. Uh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. All right, and we have some release date updates. Yep. And um, I'll let you read the first one. No, no. Go ahead, read that. No. Uh, the first one. I'm trying to say that name. Was it Final Fantasy 13 2 DLC? Joel. Joel. I think it's Jahil. Okay. Jahil. Nabat? Yeah, Nabat, yeah. Well, there's two A's, so I thought there was like a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. Uh, Okay, coming for the... Coming coming for 240 points, or $2.99 on the PSN on March 13th. Yes, it is, and this is... uh, Yeah, adds a new character and stuff. Uh, Final Fantasy II's DLC Lightning Storm (laughs) coming in May. Final Fantasy 13 twos. That's what I said. You said Final Fantasy 2. <laughs> oh, unless you cut out. My bad. Shock Infinite got a release date of October 16th. Yep. Some of these news stories were from last week, but since we weren't here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Silent Hill HD Collection delayed a third time from March 6th to March 20th. Yep. But I already have a game planned for March 20th, so that's going to come first. Game. <laughs> okay. Which is uh, Raccoon City, uh, Resident Evil Raccoon City. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Um, Kingdom of Amalar Reckoning getting DLC on March 20th. The Legend of Dead uh, Kel will add uh, quest lines, enemies, dungeons, and weapons. Cool, cool. And April 1st, HBO Go app coming to the Xbox Live dashboard. That's really good news for me, although I can just watch it through my PC, but I'm happy about that. Um, Someone brought up a point um, on another podcast. They said, well, wouldn't people who have an HBO Go account already have it on their cable box? But then there's people like me who is going to leech off my parents and use their HBO account. So there you go. All right. That is it for uh, everything. We will be right back. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with news stories.
We are back from another epic break. Because, you know, that's how we do everything. <laughs> Sorry, all I hear is we're back from another epic break, and then I hear in the background, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got, I got, uh, what is it called? Like, the buzzer? <laughs> Shit. Uh, all right, so let's get right into news stories, since, well, that's what's next. <laughs> and I just totally uh, spelled this word wrong. On, on our show notes. So anyway, Peter Molyneux leaves Lionhead for Studio 22, or Studio 22 Cans. Uh, P- Peter Molyneux um, is the co-founder of Lionhead, who, does, who did the Fable series. Um, and Microsoft acquired them in, or, you know, merged with them or whatever, bought them in 2007. Um, he says there's, like, no hard feelings or anything. He's just going to move on to other things. Um, there's really so they, no, what? So they wouldn't pay what he wanted. It could be, or they just didn't need him anymore, and he wanted, to, or he didn't want to be under Microsoft. Uh, this is kind of what it sounded like. So yeah, this place, this studio called Twenty Two Cans. It's not really known what he's going to be doing or what projects or anything. So, um, but Peter Molyneux is pretty good, uh, pretty pretty popular right now. So we'll see. Um, but he's actually still working on the last project, uh, which is the um, Fable Stories or something like that, Fable Legends or something like that. It's the one we saw at E three last year. And then that'll be his last game with them. Uh, and I, I and the, what I was talking about at the beginning of my story is I accidentally typed his name out as Pepper Molyneux. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. Assassin's Creed uh, 3 will uh, be set in a colonial America. Uh, new cover shown, uh, shows an assassin with a tomahawk, bow and arrows, and a, a flint, like a flintlock pistol gun. Mm-hmm. With the American flag in the background, so it also yeah, it looks like it's going during the Revolutionary War. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, yeah, I only seen part of it, but it well, looks- on Xbox they have right on the dashboard they have it. They oh. don't have it to download. Um, you can just play it directly off the the dashboard. Oh, nice! I'll probably do that then. Yeah, and it looks pretty sick. It also looks like though I don't know if um if he's using the hidden blade. Looks like he just used the tom. He used just uses the tomahawk. Well, it might be both. Um, might just been them showing it off. Maybe I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean, it it looks it looked pretty badass. And then you got to think though too. They made the way they I saw them. It's not like uh, back in that period we had a bunch of tall buildings like they did in 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 Europe. Yeah, like in, in Italy, like for uh, Inzio and stuff like that. So. They they showed him running through the trees and stuff like that, so uh, I thought that was pretty cool. It'd be interesting to see. Um, so now is this this is uh, after Inzio, right? This is not Inzio. No, it's it's after. Okay. Oh yeah, duh, duh. Revela- Revelations was his last one. Was so last they're not they're not doing one more. Not with Inzio. I could have sworn that they announced they were. That's weird. Mm-mm. All right. Well, well, okay then. All right, uh, Darksiders 2 Collector's Edition comes with a hardcover art book and Death Mask. I did not know that. Yeah, the main character who is Death in this game, uh, it comes yep. with his mask. I'll have a link to the... Uh, small mask, or is it going to be an actual... It looked like it was actual size. Like you, you, you could actually oh, that is badass. God, did I you, wish I had money. Did you click on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a link to uh, the story on Silicon... Silico- Silicon Era, sorry. 
um, on our show notes for it. I love how they made death look. And I did not realize I split up the story, but go ahead, Patrick. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm still looking at the link. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 confirmed for the Wii U. This is good. This is... Uh, among other games that we that we've uh, talked about having being confirmed for the Wii U, like uh, Darksiders Two, this is cool. I'm glad because it actually makes me think I might actually want to get a Wii U in the future. Yeah. You know, it, all these games that are actually big big name games, uh, hardcore games are are coming out for Wii or the Wii U. So, I mean, all they needed was HD, and these th- these games would have been on it sooner. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to see Mario in HD. Yeah, I know. That'd be awesome. That'll be awesome. Uh so earlier this week there was a lot of leaks of uh Steam producing their own console. And um so the rumors are not true. What it is is they've been doing a lot of patents and stuff for hardware, um acquiring new hardware, you know, getting licenses. And the the main patent was for this uh controller that um specially made for Steam. Uh well, the HR came out today and said, well, no, although the idea of a console is not out of uh, reach for us, it's not happening anytime soon. Um, um, at least not this year. There, you'll hear nothing about it. In the future, it's possible. But what all the uh, hardware and um, patents and stuff that they've been doing are for this new update to their, their software called Big Picture UI. And what that is is um, it's a mode that will um, integrate into, like if you have, have your computer hooked up to your TV, your big screen, the uh, Steam will actually look like it belongs on a big screen, not just a small computer monitor. So, um, and then, you know, people will, obviously, if you hook it up to your TV, you have controllers and all that stuff. So, basically, yeah, um, the controller that they just filed a patent for, he kind of avoided the, the question about it, um, just saying that it's something that... Um, for the big picture UI, I'm guessing what they're going to do is they're going to sell that controller. It's still going to be USB or wireless, and they're going to sell that controller um, for PC. And I, so I think that'll be kind of cool. You know, it has like a Steam button on it and everything. So, um, so yeah, basically, that's there's no Steam console coming. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not really a. I wouldn't be a big fan of Steam console. But then again, I have my computer hooked up to my TV, so hmm. not really a big um, issue for me. Well, what are you going to do? Yep. Uh, I know what these people are going to be doing. Looking yeah. for new jobs. Blizzard oh, yeah. laying off 600 people. Diablo 3 Studios cut 60 developers. Yeah. Um, I was reading up on this a little, and this kind of goes with my next story. But uh, um, basically, World of Warcraft subscriptions have now dipped into the low 10,000s or below 10,000 now, um, which for them is lowest since, you know, I you don't mean know. Mil- wait. Uh t- 10 yeah, 10 million subscribers, sorry. 10, well, I mean, I mean, you think that people are finally <laughs> You think people are finally starting to get to the point where they're just like I okay, I'm done play- paying for this shit. Yeah, there's other quality MMOs out there. There's Star Wars, there's a lot going to free to play. Um and I think a lot of people are just this game is so old now and it's real pretty repetitive that um a lot of people are just not going back to it like they have in the past. But they got motherfucking pandas coming out, and they know Kung Fu. And a lot of people got out of the game when they saw that. <laughs> but uh, 
I know that's why I know that's why Frank's been itching to get it again. <laughs> well, Frank, um, that kind of goes into my next story. World of Warcraft's doing a lot to bring back old players. Um, there's this new feature. It's called the Scroll of Resurrection, and a friend can give uh, an ex-player the Scroll of Resurrection, which gives perks both to the friend uh, who is still playing and the friend who um, is coming still- back. The uh, first perk is that the person who is coming back, one character is automatically level 80. So that means even if you've never had a level 80 in your life, you have a level 80 when you start. Um, The second perk is free upgrade to Catechism. Basically what that means is that anybody who – you get all the expansions for free. Um, so even if you only played the base game, now you have all the expansions that you, you never even have to play, pay for. The third thing is a free character move and faction change. Um, and the fourth thing is seven days free gameplay. The friend who sends the Scroll of Resurrection uh, will get a free special mount after a paid 30-day subscription. Um, and the special mount is, uh, for I don't know what it is for the Horde, but for the Alliance, it's a Spectral Griffin. Um, which the spectral uh, mounts have always been extremely rare. For the horde, it's a motherfucking panda, <laughs> a bloody panda, <laughs> and named but, Panda Express. Panda Express. You know, though, with with um a lot of these things, um, it almost feels like it's a little, like they almost make everything. There's too many options as far as mounts, and there's like there's a lot of ways where you can level up easy and easier. And it almost makes it seem as not as much of a challenge to I totally get all those agree. things. I totally like, agree. When like when I was playing the game, you know, they only had like maybe two or three. Like when I mean when I was first first was you know playing it, they mm-hmm. had maybe like when the first one or two special mounts came out, it was like a big deal, and I was like, whoa, everyone, you know. Uh, I think the first couple came out was uh, when they had the raptor in Zulgarub and people had to do that again and again and again and they had the horse in Strathholm which was like a 0.02% chance or something. Yeah. And people would, you know, like, you know, do a lot to try to get those and it was a big deal when you got one. But now like, you know, if you you're a new player to the game, you could jump in. You get like 30 mounts, you know, <laughs> in a couple weeks. It's not a big deal and it makes yeah. the it makes their value just seem kind of like not even like you got anything? It's just like, hey, hell amounts, you know. Yeah. Everyone, every everyone gets hell amounts. It doesn't even matter if you try or not. You just get a bunch of mounts. Well, and go ahead. You uh, you remember when I got when I uh, went for my uh, uh, special ground mount? What was it? The uh, is the one in the Outlands? Uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. The one that looked like a gazelle with horns. Yeah, yeah, that thing. I, how, I remember how Halberg, Halberg. Uh, I don't know. Hal- I don't remember. It's like H A L B R E U K or something. Halbrook. Uh, something uh, like that. Hal- yeah. Something like that. It's I don't know. Halbrook. All I know is that <laughs> that was. Uh, I felt because I earned that. It took me days to you know go through that. I I never felt like that in an MMO. Um, that's my only complaint about Final Fan. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Final. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> you just want to hate on Final Fantasy for no yeah. reason. That's one of my only complaints about Star Wars is that. Um, it's so linear, and the story is great. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it's like 
uh, so easy. Uh, I soloed my main my 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 uh, smuggler in in Star Wars from level one to I'm, I'm like level twenty six or something like that. Zero problems. Uh, not once did I have to go, or actually only one time did I have to ask for help. And in the end, I didn't even get help because I just went out, leveled up, did some more quests, and then went back and did it. Um, so that's my only complaint about it. And that, I remember when we used to play WoW, you know, when it was Outlands is when I started, um, there was still a, a bit of a challenge. And that's one of the reasons I don't think I'll ever go back to WoW is there's just no challenge. There's no, a, there's no sense of accomplishment. The most regular person, um, casual player can actually get tier gear now, you know? Yeah, like, because I was thinking um, when I first started playing the game, you know, when they only had one raid, um, it took... It took uh, me like a good month of doing like raids and everything. And, you know, it was when I was in school and stuff and I had summer and I was like, oh, you know, it's summer break. I finally have time to actually give it a go. Yeah. Um, and um, so, uh, you know, I spent a good month or maybe even like six weeks and I finally got like my first, you know, epic item and it was like the Azure Song, Azure Song. Uh, mage blade and it was like a big deal and like everyone was like yeah you know congratulations like yeah you know um but now if you go on the game and raid you know you're gonna be taking down a bunch of bosses within a week people are just throwing away the stuff that you get you know well uh, it just what you just just enchanting them and it's like oh wait it's oh another um you know uh epic uh you know, mage thing drop like oh, everyone has one. Just whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like what you just said. You just said you just re- you remember the first epic item you have you got from raiding. Um, first epic item I got from raiding, I don't even remember because I ended up buying it with tokens. You know, hell of tokens too. Exactly. No, but I mean. Yeah, I got some good drops when I was raiding, but nothing I remember because the drops were so common, even even in um, uh, Wrath of the Lynch King. Well, that's, I guess, when it really started, huh? Yeah, that was when, yeah, that was when, uh, the, and then, you know, yeah, that was when the difficulty kind of went down, too, um, where it went from, you know, even just the simplest, like, five-man things being, you know, somewhat of a challenge to where it was like, hey, guys, let's just close our eyes and run in there and click all the buttons and, oh, <laughs> Hey, we beat the whole entire dungeon. Like, what? yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Our our priest was drunk and the uh, the tank was asleep most of the time, but we we still pulled it off. <laughs> yeah, but, but seriously, I um, I think that's one of the reasons, and that's another reason. Like I said, I I just I don't I want to be challenged. I don't want to be so challenged where it's like ridiculously hard. Yeah. But I still like to be able to work towards something. And um, from what I understand, Star Wars Endgame actually is is kind of like that. Um, you have to dedicate a good amount of time to actually uh, get anywhere. But, I mean, right now it kind of makes sense since it's the first you know, raid and stuff. It's like with Rift. Um, I remember by the time when we hit 50, it wasn't just like, oh, hey, do a few heroic dungeons and you can start raiding. I never got to raiding, and I was 50 for a good month and a half before I quit. Because yeah. you, know, you had to do the Tier 1 hardcore, or you had to do the uh, level... 50 dungeons, then the tier 1 hardcore, then the tier 2 hardcore, and then you could raid, you know, and World of Warcraft doesn't really have that. I, you can hit 80 now, um, have your friend or you craft some epics, and you can get right into raiding. So, uh, but anyway, back to the story, yeah, the, uh, this just makes it easier. I mean, it, it's kind of appealing to just sit there and go, hey, I can have a level 80 um, from the very beginning, but I don't know, I, I don't I, I see this as 
Blizzard getting too desperate. I, it's it's a downfall to me. It, well, it's it might be a mistake. That's what I was saying. Is um, what I was trying to just like kind of, you know, point to was, you know, it's they're offering you free stuff and they're offering you to level up easier, and there's just so much of it out there where it just doesn't even feel like, you know, it's like man, eh, you're. I, I stopped playing the game because it was easier. And now you're going to make it even easier if I come back, <laughs> and you know, and it it seems like the rewards weren't really um really significant and like oh if i come back it'll give me you know other crap like oh oh yeah okay. and that that's exactly um where it wouldn't even like really be like an incentive i don't know and i mean a good example of this is final fantasy uh 11 it was extremely hard i mean way more challenging than any mmo i think in america when it first came out um and then, you know, they had they, they were keeping up with WoW and stuff. And then, you know, like most MMOs, it started dying out over time and it had its core group. And it still does. But over the years, to attract more people, you know, they've added things. And they've actually made it a lot easier to level now. Yeah. Um, but still, it's not like WoW where it's like, hey, we'll just basically hand you levels, you know? Yeah. They do things like they don't make things easier. They, they give like bonus XP and stuff like that. As where WoW, it's like, hey, let, let's make... Quests give more XP, but also make the enemies easier, you know. Yeah. And 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 faster and everything, but I just think I just think this is show the show of the times. I think World of Warcraft is on its way out. Um, yeah. Well, I don't. I, mean, I think it'll always have its hardcore uh, followers, and it'll probably yeah. be in, in the in the millions. I mean, it's not like they're going to go from where they are now to like nothing. But you know, like I said, the, the, I think they need to just do the free to play. You know, at this point, it's like well. I don't think they will at this point, but I think if they, I, if, well, I mean, you're letting off, pe- you're letting off people because people are dropping your your product. I mean, it's like if you know, I think, I, I think, go ahead. I think what Patrick's trying to say is, yeah, uh, he wants to play. And, uh, <laughs> no, you know, if they you're make still it on free, that. you're still on that, huh? Well, all you got to do is play a couple weeks. You quit, and I'll get. I could sign up, give you the scroll of resurrection. <laughs> and you'll have level eighty now. Yeah, that's all you got to do, and it's only going to cost you like fourteen bucks. <laughs> I told you I tried the free trial, man. I didn't like it. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. I mean, the whole, thing, the whole thing about that though, Patrick, is uh, You're level eighty though. <laughs> the, the whole thing about the whole thing about what you just said though is uh, hold on, hold on. As long as you come with me, we can wreck some fucking pandas. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, the, actually, oh, never mind, because then we'd have to buy the expansion. I don't want to. No, like, that far. I like wrecking pandas, but I don't want to pay forty bucks to wreck pandas. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it's just, it's just the whole thing about them going free to play right now is they're making way too much money. And if they went free to play right now, it wouldn't be that huge rush to uh, of old people coming back because, despite them only, despite them losing millions of people, they still haven't lost even. Even twenty percent of their total, so I think once they lose like fifty percent of their highest, then they'll go free to play, and then all of a sudden you'll see a huge rush. They'll make uh, so much money in the first couple months, and then it'll start leveling out. And then at that point, they just keep it free to play because they've made all this money, and it's not really costing them much to do anything with it. And uh, but I don't, th- I don't think that'll happen until after pandas and. Um, They'll see how that goes. I think. I think, but I think well, they're going to lose a lot of people more. They'll probably keep it running for a while because you you have to think like all that all that content that's there, you know, all that work and everything. And if they could get even a little bit out of it and people still enjoy it, I mean, it's that's a lot of a game right there. Just if 
you know, I mean, as far saying. as like I don't, it off stuff. I don't but, think servers will go down for years and years and years. But I also don't think that it's going to um, stay uh, paid for more than another couple years. So, all right, now that we put Patrick, Patrick to sleep with World of Warcraft talk. I talked about, I put my two cents in. <laughs> I know. Damn it. it. Not worth much, but nonetheless, PlayStation Vita (laughs) exceeds global sales by 1.2 million units. Every time I go to the store, I see the Vita, and I just want to buy it. Uh, I I, I want one. Um, I actually got a chance. I forgot to mention this in what I've been playing. I got a chance to uh, pick one up. Um, Jesus. Well, I didn't really play anything. That's why. I just just held it in my hand, and... Uh, the game <laughs> pressed it. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the loading time on the game I tried to play was just so long that I ended up just setting it back down. But um, it well, feels... which one was it? One of the Wi-Fi ones, or I don't know. No, it was like I uh, I don't remember. But I never even got in the game. Put it that way. Um, but I I did look at the menu and stuff, and it feels good in your hand. The analog feels good. The touchscreen works really well. Um, I will be buying one. Uh, I'm tempted to wait for Generation 2 when the battery life's a lot better and all that stuff. Uh, but we'll see. Um, like I, I'm sticking true to my original statement that I will not buy it until there's three games on it that I are must-have for me. And that goes well, for the Wii, Wii U and the 3DS also. And whatever. Well, I don't know. I'd pro- I'll probably buy the next Xbox Day one. But that's the only one. Uh, all right, well, new new SimCity announced. Uh, it's in the works, and it's going to be similar to the old game, but add some cool new features like multiplayer. You're gonna have you're gonna be able to have up to 16 people can live in a community of cities. Um, basically, what I think this is is, is you know um, I don't think it's real time. Um, it might be. I don't know. They really haven't much, been much information. But you know, you'll be able to like, oh, I have a friends list, and there's 16 people here, and I can go visit them in their cities. You know, only um, 16. Huh? Well, yeah, right now, anyway. Also, <laughs> it could uh, be like a little hick village. Yeah, no, huh? Also, they were t- there's talks of individual Sims in in the game, so it's kind of like um, incorporating Sims uh, Sims into Sim City. I don't know how in depth it's going to be. I'm not sure if it's going to be like the micromanagement of Sim City, or if it's going to be more or of uh, uh, Sims. I mean, or if it's going to be more like, hey, you can actually zoom in and take control of a Sim and go through your city. Or what? But um, it's it's pretty interesting. It's something that I always thought they should do. I always thought that they should, they should incorporate both games into one. Um, I I think they did that in one of the previous ones, but it was like so minimal. It, it, like all it had was basically one random person in the town you could name or something like yeah, that. Yeah, all it was. Like it, it wasn't even like I, I could I could be wrong because I'm thinking some of the the other games that were somewhere like that. I mean the the city builders and I, I recall some having like where you could have like you know, individuals in the game, but it was so minimal. Yeah. It wasn't even, like, a big, you know. Well, but, you know, of course, now they could obviously likely do more. <laughs> yeah, the one I'm thinking of uh, with SimCity, the last one that came out, I forgot what it was called, XL. No, it wasn't XL. Anyway, you could, zoom, you could zoom in, but you couldn't actually take control of them. You could zoom in to where you can see the people, you know, individuals. You can see what they're doing. You can watch them, but you can't actually take control of them. So. But um, I, the, they have a trailer for it, uh, for a... Uh, the new Sims 2. Oh, really? And, yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, kind of hyped about it. That's cool. Yeah, I, I'm actually. I, I just heard about it. I think it was yesterday or t- this morning. So I'm pretty uh, excited about it too. I heard uh, about it like four years ago. 
I bet you did. You're in. You're on the inside. Yep, yep. And speaking of four, Doom Four is not canceled. Well, that's good. But uh, see if I say this right, Bethesda. Yeah. Promises Doom Four is on the way. And some screenshots were released. And of course, Bethesda is the creators all of over the place. Fallout and Elder Scrolls, so you know it's going to be. You know it's going to be good if they're in charge of it, and you know it's going to be their whatever they say is pretty much true. And it's going to have RPG elements. Probably. Not serious, but maybe. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that would take away from a, a lot of what the, the game is, so people well, probably I don't, don't like that. Well, by RPG elements, I would be thinking like more like uh, uh, you can level up your, your not your stats necessarily, but like your wep- customized weapons more and stuff like that. Well, I mean, you can upgrade weapons. Yeah, maybe even the character level, but like it's automatic more is what I would think. Or perhaps they'll add like a dice rolling mechanism when you, yeah. when you shoot. It'll it'll uh, you know randomize how what the the value of your shots. Like kind of like a Borderlands two or <laughs> Borderlands. I mean, I was thinking like Dungeons and Dragons, but no. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just Not saying. Serious. Borderlands actually used the dice rolling mechanism for their shoot. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, yeah. that's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Wait, cool. what? <laughs> uh, like, old school, like well, old school like RPGs. Like if you attack. You're, you wouldn't attack for a set amount of damage. Like you would have like a say two. You, you say your attack would do two to nine damage, and it would randomize what what number you do. Yeah, yeah, but I meant like he said in Borderlands. In Borderlands, they use a similar dice ro- a rolling mechanism to. Um, what what part are you talking about? Cause I don't remember that. It's behind the scenes. You don't actually see it. Oh. It's just how they calculate damage. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> but uh, but I think I think to make it a more hardcore for RPG fans when they have the Doom come out, Doom Four come out, they should actually should, like show the dice on the screen. You know, and every time you shoot, every time you shoot, it's like the little dice rolling sound. Like it pauses the action. <laughs> it's like fifteen. Yeah. I think I think in Doom they should uh, do a, they should add some pandas. Oh yeah, hey, everything's uh, pandas. And then they they also need to add some motherfucking dragons with lasers. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. That yeah, that would really and it, you know it would it would be uh it helped the story too. I think you know? yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's it for news. Um, and that's pretty much it for the podcast. Kind of short this week. Uh, I do have in the uh, show notes. I will be posting a video of the trailer for the the Star Wars: The Old Republic update. 1.2, um, and I'll be talking about more about that next podcast. Oh, I thought you were talking about you. Were, you were going to post a video of you doing the uh, truffle shuffle from um, the Goonies. No, sir. No, that video video does not exist. Well, you made the video of you being a boomer from Left 4 Dead. No, I did not make that video. Uh, and then the other piece of media this week we have is a, a PDF file of all the connect commands for Mass Effect 3 that it's actually pretty cool you can print it out um and use it you know keep it on hand which I would probably do cuz there's a lot of commands um and, like using your hand yeah uh next week uh, just a little preview cuz I already mentioned it uh I'll have a lot more on Mass Effect 3 um I don't know if I'll have a full review of the game by that point but I will have a re- re- a better review of the multiplayer um, I also have a mini review of the Connect support and talk a little more about that. And also, like I just said, by talking about Star Wars The Old Republic Update 1.2. Uh, 
And I'm sure a lot more will happen next week. Hopefully. All if we, right. If, if if you're lucky. But that is it for this week. So let's talk about our friends, our family. You can uh, check out Ryan and the, that group and pretty often Patrick too <laughs> over at the Nerdgasm Network podcast at nerdgasmnetwork.com. Troy over at extraplay.info. The Geeks for Fans uh, is no longer around. Um, a little inside information is uh, the host from Geeks for Fans will now be on the Nerdgasm Network. I don't know if I was supposed to announce that yet, but uh, I have a feeling Ryan will announce it in tonight's podcast. So, you know, there you go. So, no Where more you geeks, go, stupid. No more Geeks for Fans. Um, but uh, if you like that podcast, then, you know, just turn, tune into the Nerdgasm uh, video game podcast. Starting last week, he'll become a regular, I believe. Yeah, and the No Quarters John, podcast. Yeah, John's going to be on there, um, and there we're also starting some other projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Quarters podcast and yeah, No Quarters dot net. Um, oh yeah, and of course, along with our new podcast, the Super Budget Brothers at superbudgetbrothers.com. dot uh, com. I was looking during the break, and I think they're somewhere around episode ten. Um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I, I did, couldn't find full episodes. Uh, they do budget reviews, uh, reviews on games that are cheap, basically. Um, so that's it's kind of interesting concept, but, uh, but it looks pretty interesting. So definitely go check them out. And as always, you can find us at kvgtpodcast.com. Email us. At, email us at kvgt04 at gmail. Dot com. You can find our Twitter at I am at uh, I am at kvgt. <laughs> at KVGT Jeremy Patrick is Big Solo 64 and the show podcast which if you want to get a hold of Frank you can uh, tweet us at KVGT podcast Frank Frank you know secretly has a Twitter but he don't want to give it out because the last time he did it was just um, it was just a mess with everybody just flocking to his yeah. Twitter site <laughs> it was, it, it was his Twitter his Twitter name just like completely um, well, shut it, down the servers. It was I, I kind of okay. Uh, his Twitter okay. name was trending so often that they they just shut, they uh, they couldn't deal with it. I mean, I, I kind of messed up too. One time, I was like, uh, when I was back in California, I was like, you know, at the Starbucks on A Street, laugh out loud, and then there's all the stalkers and people, you know, trying to, you know, it was weird. We had to cover his head with a uh, uh, a blanket just to get him out of there. <laughs> So, you know, I just, uh, I, I like to keep my privacy now, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for this week. Um, that's the real reason why he left California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I put I put my house, my, my street address on there on accident. Just got now, now he's at an undisclosed location. <laughs> uh, Alright, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll see everybody next week.